Your web search is over. It's time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO rock stars, log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. afternoon everybody it is tuesday it is april 26 jake and i are actually both in our respective places of business and homes and back on the air live it's been a couple weeks how you doing there jake yeah man we've been on sabbatical i guess uh good man good busy 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 but uh doing well and uh happy how you been uh, it's been it's been crazy. I'm just getting over. I think probably what's been the worst cold of my entire life. It was unreal. Actually, I got a great little travel story. You're gonna love this. You're actually gonna probably laugh real good at it. But uh, two weeks ago today, actually, I hopped on a plane and headed down to Fort Worth to meet with a client. And so I got up at like four in the morning to catch an early flight because I had this like ten layover, ten stop flight down there because we booked it last minute. And I wake up and I get that little scratch in the back of your throat, you know, like you know it's coming on. You're going to be sick by the end of the day. So, of course, the best thing I could think to do is as I'm getting sick, let's get on an airplane. That's a smart thing. So I'll fly down, wind up in Las Vegas, get delayed in Las Vegas for about an extra two hours on the way to Fort Worth, Get finally get to Fort Worth, like totally late and no luggage. First time ever. You got delayed in Vegas for two hours? Yeah. That's not a bad thing. No, I mean, that wasn't the worst part of it. That was actually all right, except my luggage uh, stayed in Las Vegas longer than I did. (laughs) So I get there, and then I get to my hotel, which the client booked for me, and the hotel has lost my reservation. So about 16 hours after I got up in the morning, I finally got checked into a hotel somewhere. And then I was totally sick working on this proposal for this client. And then I'm I'm in Dallas at this big client's client's, – meeting CTO of this company sitting right next to me. I'm doing everything in my power not to, like, vomit in his lap while I'm talking about SEO. It was a very entertaining little trip. Yeah. I still haven't quite recovered from that. So if I go into a fit of coughing and blow anybody's speakers, I apologize in advance for that. Well, I have the worst airplane story ever invented. Well, um, I can beat you. Actually, well, I, I, I like your I am about every time you go on the road, it says, I hate Air Canada. I hate Air Canada, that's right. But they really did it this time, man. We were going to the Kelsey show, which we have, Oil Man and I have both been off at mega conferences, so we'll have to update you guys on that. But going to the, going to the show, and it turns out cargo tells us different things than they're supposed to, and uh, we're stuck last minute not having any way to ship our cargo. So, six in the morning, I've got to get up and bring four. 100-pound packages with me and checked them on the flight, which was uh, quite an adventure. Um, the lady looked at me like I was crazy, but um, made it all in one piece. So It was fun getting it through the airport, too, in San Francisco. you got to ride that trolley and then go through all yeah. these little doors and escalators and never again. Luggage. <laughs> That's fun, man. That's fun. Well, on deck tonight, I think uh, you, you were at Search Champs, were you not? I was at Search Champs, so so, and I've been at Kelsey and also uh, 
another event that I'd like to tell you guys a little bit about. So uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a break and uh, pay some bills, and we'll be back with our uh, conference roundup for the first half of the show. Webmasters, wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is all proud. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Are we back? I think we're back. Now we're back. <laughs> I tried about three times to bring it back in. Um, we're having some, uh, some uh, longer lags after the commercials. We're not used to tonight because we're being simulcast in a couple places. So... Welcome to those of you that don't uh, usually tune in to us here on Webmaster Radio. Um, wanted to update a couple of you guys on uh, where we've been uh, and, and what we've been doing. I know uh, a lot of you guys don't get out to uh, some of the conferences that are out there, and it seems like anymore there's, uh, what, about two search conferences a month now? If you could make a living just going to conferences, you could you could be going to something every weekend. Well, there sure, are, there are people that do make livings going to conferences. Totally, totally. It's uh, it's crazy. There's, I, I know I can't get to everything I want to get to, um, just because of I mean sheer cost and, and and when do you do the real work? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one thing we're worrying about. Um, I know even with with True Local in the day, um, we're doing vertical trade shows, right? So we're going to the restaurant show. And you add those in there, and there's 212 of those a year. So, you know, at this point, it's like when you do work and when you do trade shows, we you have to hire a whole team just to go to trade shows. That's a that's a very interesting point. That I mean, with with the whole local search deal, you actually have a, a whole bunch of brick and mortar conferences that you need to hit. It's not just tech search stuff. Right. Well, most important in that space is the Kelsey show. Um, right. 
which I just got back from. That was in Santa Clara, and uh, pretty cool. And, uh, hey, Simon, uh, when do we share the black hat tricks? That would be on the next half of the hour, so hold on. We'll get to you. Uh, on that note, if you have any questions, feel free to PM me or Oilman, and we'll go ahead and uh, address those right up. Anyways, um, Kelsey's show, good, local. Uh, funny thing about local is everybody's like, local's where it's hot, local where it's hot. Um, and what happens is you show up at the, the show, and everybody thinks local's hot, and then you're sort of left with a, uh, mm, so who's doing what kind of thing at the end of it? Um, uh, Morgan Stanley's going to tell you today at AdTech, if you're at AdTech, that 92% of conversion activity still happens offline. Um, that's huge. A lot of people don't realize this. Um, online shopping hasn't even hit a tipping point yet, and already what search is what a nine billion dollar industry. And online shopping's only eight <laughs> percent of the market. So local is local is big. Um, local is hot, and it was interesting to 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 kind of go to that show. I've never been to a Kelsey show before, and get a uh, a feeling of of you know what the players in local are doing. That's an interesting conference too. Uh, simply because you know, instead of product managers and and mid-level monkeys, you you get the CEOs, you get the the general managers of the the groups that are you know are one off from the top. So it's a it's a fairly interesting bunch, um, and it was uh, it was a good time, uh, lots of work, but but a good time. You'd uh, you'd be very proud of me. I was actually when I was down in uh, Texas, I was. I was third party for an agency down there, and we were talking to one of their clients. And I actually did, uh, in the proposal, we did a whole pitch on on a, a, a significant local search campaign for these guys because they have uh, a, a few hundred actual storefronts across the United States. Mm-hmm. And so we, we went in there and explained local search to them and what we could do with that and and you know, not only is it you know extra links if you do it right, but it's also going to drive people in through your front doors to do real shopping and so on and so forth. And they, that seemed to be a very uh, a bit of a tipping point for us on the proposal side of things. So I've well, uh, I've, sure I've I'm entering local search, man. Spend money with me. Well, you know what? We'll do that. <laughs> do that. We'll hook you up, man. I'll give you my account for the kickback, and away we go. Well, search champs. I, uh, I I unfortunately was absent because it was right smack in the middle of the Kelsey show. How was search champs? Sounds like a good time. Search champs is a uh, it's a very cool thing. It's a very cool thing. It's it's basically. I mean, they they flew. Uh, I think it was like thirty people from really all over the world. We had some guys from South Africa and, and all over. You know, bits and pieces of Europe. And then, of course, you know, I mean, still most of the people were from, from the U.S., but we had, I mean, there was a few uh, search experts there. There was uh, myself, Greg Bozer, Mr. Webb Gorilla was there. Uh, Jen Starr was there um, to talk about a little bit about contextual and, and stuff like that. So it, they, they basically flew us in on Sunday, and we all went out. We had this little meet-and-greet, wine-and-cheese sort of thing, and then starting bright and early Monday morning, we were all bussed over to the campus and, you know, put in this little room where all the different people from the different areas, like the desk bar, the toolbar, um, they had some people from Microsoft Research come through, and they just all sort of took their turns presenting 
the products as they are, um, the products as they're going to be in the future, some future enhancements to all the tools, plus the, the research stuff was really cool because this is all yeah, the, gonna, the conceptual stuff that maybe one day will come to market, and so they presented a lot of that to us. Let me, whoa, 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 man. Let me yeah. stop you there. Okay. Now, research, Microsoft Research, for, for everyone who doesn't know, is a, a group that's been around for a long time. I mean, we're talking 15 years. That, that does basically Microsoft Research is sort of equivalent to what um, Xerox was doing with their Park Center, you know, 20 years ago, where they were just throwing money at really smart people, um, not not totally without purpose, but you know, sort of um, nebulous. You know, here's some money, go off and do something. Um, and what happens is, is every so often something can come out of that, that that's huge. Um, Park gave us the graphical user interface, Bell Labs. I can't even begin to explain um, what Bell Labs, um, you know, yeah, came out with. You know, Bell Labs came out with everything from the modem to, to data communications as we know it to things like the cellular telephone. So, um, you know, uh, they, they were huge. And, you know, Microsoft Research is a, a very well-funded division of Microsoft. So, um you know, and I know you're probably under NDA oil, man, but just to point that out, we're not talking about a couple engineers working on their side, you know, with 10% of their time. We're talking about a very, very well-funded, well-established division of Microsoft that, that actually has some of the brightest talents in search working for them right now. I mean, you can go to the research.microsoft.com site, and you'll be in awe of the talent they have working for them. Absolutely. I mean, these guys, when they, they came in and they're presenting these, you know, these things that they're working on, and they, they had working you know, models of all this stuff. It wasn't like, here's a concept of something they'd like to build. Here's, you know, they came in and said, here, look at this thing work. And I'm, I'm, not all of it was under NDA. Uh, a lot of it was, and I'll be entirely honest, I don't remember what was what, so I'm mostly going to keep my mouth shut until some more documentation flows out of Microsoft. So maybe by next week I'll be able to you know, filter through what I'm allowed to tell you and what I'm not allowed to tell you. But there's there's some really, really neat stuff coming out of that. Um, so basically, we sat in a room and these guys rolled through with all the different, you know, areas of search and even just, you know, web-related technologies. It wasn't all specifically about Microsoft Search. And uh, so then we got to give them feedback, ask questions, and, and so on and so forth. And then they broke us up into little groups and we got to choose, you know, go talk about local search or talk about shopping engines or talk about, you know, the ad center, their, you know, their version of AdWords, which um, I don't believe it's breaking NDA to say is going to so kick ass on Google AdWords. It is so much easier to use and better to understand and the information that's going to kick back to you out of that system for managing your pay-per-click ads is amazing, absolutely phenomenal. And I think a lot of that's going to come out of, from under NDA in the next couple of weeks, so I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, and then, of course, they wine and dine us. Nice, fancy restaurants. They put us up at the W Hotel. It was, uh, you know, they'll, probably the only time in my life I'll show up at the airport and they'll have my name on a card for my driver and stuff like that. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, short of, you know, giving away secrets, that's, uh, that's all I can tell you today. Did they give uh, any indication of when the next one might be? Well, I, I think they're running four to five months. I mean, that, the last one was October. Right. So 
Uh, I mean, basically, there's still there's still a lot that has to go on. I mean, they they're setting up a, a wiki for us, and they're going to start rolling out. I mean, they didn't give us uh, betas of the desk bar and stuff like that while we were there. They're going to set up the wiki for a communication interface, and then they're going to start sending us out over the next little bit here, you know, the beta of the desk bar and the new version of the toolbar and stuff like that. And then we get to play with it, and then we have to contribute back onto the onto the wiki and stuff. So. The, the actual day and a half of presentations and feedback is kind of all the introductory, you know, fuzzy, feel-good sort of thing. And then there's actually a few months of, you know, playing with the stuff and providing feedback and so on and so forth. So it's actually a fairly extensive program that they get out of the deal. Well, let me ask you something, um, and I'm, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Um, I, I'm an absolute fan of what Microsoft Research does and what comes out of there. So... I'm a little biased, so I'm going to shred my bias and try to be a little bit more objective. Do you think that Search Champs is simply a PR stunt? I mean, Microsoft has a lot of smart people. They have a lot of development resources. Not saying that you guys aren't smart, but, um, you know, Microsoft, right? If you, um, you know, if you look, Google doesn't go out into the community and ask how to make their products better. Um, Yahoo. They could. I, I, Yahoo does some work with focus groups, I believe, but still, it's not a, a public effort. Um, search Champs is, I think, the first public effort we've seen where someone goes out in the community and says, I, we've hired these high-profile people that know a lot about search, or not hired, but, but asked a, a, a lot of high-profile people that know a lot about search to come out and, you know, ask uh, or, or give us their feedback. Do you think it's a PR stunt? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly... I, it could definitely be viewed that way. And when you sit back and, and look at it, you kind of, and you hear, you talk to anybody that was at Search Champs version one, there was some definite communication issues that came out of the end of that where Microsoft was making announcements and doing all this and that, you know, stuff that they were going to supposedly be telling the Search Champs ahead of time. And so it, the, it, it really, version one really, in retrospect, looked like more of a PR kind of thing. Um, I got a very different feeling out of this one. Um, I talked with, you know, a, a lot of the guys that are working on the team there, and, you know, if, if it is a PR stunt, they're completely snowed by it as well because they seemed incredibly sincere and receptive to, you know, what we had to say and, and stuff going forward. But even if it is a PR stunt, I think it's brilliant. And if they take to heart anything we said, it's the cheapest, you know, direct research on the planet. Right. I mean, I know, you know, I know what I charge on an hourly basis, especially to go on location. I got a good idea what a guy like Greg Bozer charges, and they got us all there for, you know, dinner, cigars in a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, everybody will will um, merge onto an event where they're going to find out more information that the public doesn't know, right? It's a, it's a status thing as well. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, and, and, yeah, we haven't seen a lot of press on it yet, but uh, I have a feeling that's not going to, uh, to be the same. Yeah. It, it's on. an interesting dynamic to be there, though, because you got guys like, uh, like me and Greg and Jen Starr who were the most direct, you know, search-related people as far as, you know, using the engines or, you know, if you want to call it manipulating the engines, whatever. We're the most advanced sort of in the, in the room. There's some other SEOs there that were, that were pretty good too, but, you know, sort of. But the rest were all these 
bloggers and community people. So we actually spent a lot of time talking about all this social networking and blogging and community building and so on and so forth. And I think a lot of that was sort of, I mean, I don't, you know, have a whole lot of respect for a whole lot of bloggers to start with, but to listen to some of these people in the room, I, I didn't see where the value was coming out of that. Um, and some of the stuff conceptually that these bloggers want, you know, a search engine to do for them just makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> well, I won't, I won't comment because, well. We stop that down that trail right now. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, Search champs, and uh, I smoked the best cigar of my life on Microsoft, so I was very pleased with that. If nothing else, I had a great cigar and a very nice glass of port. Awesome. Yeah. And I just wanted to drop a small line about um, <clears throat> some interesting uh, stuff going on with uh, Webmasters in the Sun, which you, well, man, I know you couldn't attend, um, but, uh, you know, uh, it was an interesting experience. Greg actually did stop down for that for a bit, um, and uh, that's an interesting gathering for those that you don't know. Uh, Webmaster in the Sun's a, a bit of an advanced gathering for SEOs and people that are friends of advanced SEOs, uh, and it's expanded a little bit, but uh, not uh, not not too much. Uh, it's still pretty pretty much in the family, and it's an invite-only thing, but it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, two things I took away from that um, experience uh, at Webmasters in the Sun. Uh, those of you that don't know, I'm not 100% SEO anymore. I run a search engine as well, but interesting trend with SEOs. Um, you know, a lot of SEOs are diversifying. Um, even the ones that are career work-at-home SEOs are not just doing SEOs, SEO stuff anymore because I think they see the end of the road. Um, for for um, just plain, I guess, SEO websites. I see a lot of people doing their own stuff. <clears throat> Some people writing custom apps to help with SEO as well as do their SEO and selling it. Um, a lot of people doing consulting that, you know, swore would never ever do consulting in their life. So interesting to see um, that trend developing. Um, and then there are SEOs starting to band together to... Um, um, for lack of a better word, strong arm their interests with related companies. So that was a, an interesting thing I saw there. Um, not 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 too much uh, relevant. Just just to say that you know it's it's not all SEO pure SEO anymore. Um, you know you're starting to see a lot of people branch out because I think a lot of people are, are kind of getting scared to have all of their uh, eggs in one basket. Uh, I would agree with that for sure. I mean, even even myself, I've you know I'm, I'm branching out into a lot more straight consulting uh, on all aspects of this internet business thing, not just the pure SEO stuff. And, and granted, for me, a lot of it's you know a learning curve. I got to go out and actually learn about some stuff beyond just you know beating up algorithms. But times are changing, and there's going to come a point where you know for the the vast majority of you know, straight SEOs out there, there's it's not going to work as well. There's not going to be the the revenue associated with that anymore. So, you know, I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, I, I do want to get out to Webmasters in the Sun one of these times. So I've missed all three of them to date, which is terribly unfortunate. But hopefully soon. Well, 
You know, the um, <clears throat> the one thing is I think that's scaring a lot of people. It scares me. Um, uh, and you know what it scared me first is when I saw Google throw up the definitions for the first time. And um, Google is slowly moving from a search engine, and everybody said this, but nobody's taken it to heart yet. Google is moving from a search engine to a content aggregator. Um, and they will continue to move in that direction. And the neat thing about a content aggregator is that it takes all kinds of different content, classifies it, and organizes it um, uh, accordingly. And I, I did something the other day on Google, and I don't remember what it was, but I typed something in to look for a resource. Uh, and, and God help me if I can't remember what this is. But I, I typed in something, and it was something that I didn't even know Google did. Um, never had heard of this feature, and it came back and it gave me exactly what I was looking for, um, and I, I and I and that's it. And I left. Right? Um, Google gave me the information I needed, and I think that that's scaring a lot of the smarter people that have been around for a while because they kind of realize, you know, hmm, you know, um, it's well, not just getting, ranking web pages anymore. And they're getting very good at delivering that stuff. I remember back in the day when I used to try and, you know, look up phone numbers. You know, somebody would phone me and I'd have a, a number on my caller ID but uh, unknown name. So I'd go throw that phone number into a search engine just to see if it was on a website somewhere. And nobody was aggregating uh, that data properly in any, you know, reverse directory online at the time. Cost, you know, you had to sign up for it and, and on and on and on. Well, yesterday I'm, I'm finally doing all my taxes, getting everything together, and I pull out uh, a taxi receipt from some trip I was on, and it doesn't have the, the cab company's name on it or anything, it's just a phone number. So I just typed that phone number directly into Google, and you know, there it is, only listing. It didn't even list pages where that phone number was found. It just said, here's that phone number, checker cab of Chicago, boom, and there wasn't even another listing on the page. And I kind of, you know, wow, that was, I got exactly what I was looking for. I didn't even have to go to the cab company's website. Pull that information, off I went. And you're seeing Microsoft do it. We had a whole breakout section at Search Champs on how they're using Encarta to answer questions in the search results. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to be a huge thing as well when, you know, not only are you getting phone numbers and addresses and stuff, but you're getting actual information that people had in a website somewhere, and that's getting completely short-circuited now. I thought uh, yeah, when, when Google starts talking about the whole Wikipedia deal, um, that is actually the first thing I thought of that nobody mentioned. Um, I'm like, well, this is just a response to Microsoft and Encarta, because you know Encarta, they're going to throw Encarta up there. Um, you know, and, and I'm sitting there going, nobody's saying this. And I'm uh, wondering if I'm sounding stupid, um, at least uh, <laughs> validated now that I don't sound so stupid. But, yeah, I mean... And, and a lot of people don't they, they don't understand the content aggregation thing, um, but um, you know just like everything else, um, I, I was on a panel with a bunch of SEOs at uh, Kelsey actually, and Kelsey's primarily a, a yellow pages group, but you know there's a few of us that are search geeks walking around and uh, and someone asked me, um, I think it was John Kelsey actually. Um, asked me, you know, what what do you guys see? You know, do you see there being three search engines, Google, Yahoo, MSN, and that's it? Um, and, and my response to the question was, you know, I said, 
a lot of people buy their music from Walmart, but there's still the punk, you know, underground store in the in the in the city that survives, and there's still uh, tailored music stores that survive. So it, it's interesting because as Google and Yahoo and Microsoft start to aggregate more and more of this data, um, people are starting to go elsewhere. Um, you know, uh, Ray the other night was using uh, Shopping.com for something. And I don't really use Shopping.com. Uh, interestingly enough, I don't really use any shopping search engines. I'm, I'm an offline person. I'll go pay $50 more offline for something. But she was using uh, Shopping.com. And I've never really seen anyone use Shopping.com before, but that was you know, interesting to me in that someone is actually going out of their way to use a different engine other than Google, which has been the standard for two years. So. Well, you look at uh, what Ask Jeeves comes out with and says their search numbers are. You know, even even just looking at all the little bitty verticals and everything that they've bought over the last year, year and a half, they have huge search volume, even though you never sort of hear of them. You know, nobody ever says, hey, I'm getting traffic from Jeeves, but they got huge volume. So people are going to all these other places, and it it's I'm starting to get tired of going to Google and Yahoo all the time. I'm starting to use Yahoo a lot more than Google, but still the same old stuff all the time. But uh, I'm getting PM'd from Guru here that it is uh, about time we let uh, some of the sponsors in on this show and uh, paid some bills. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. I think second half of the show, we're going to take your SEO questions. So start to uh, PM those over to me or Jake, and we'll start aggregating those and back in just a couple minutes. from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effect does CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts, mm. plus their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. There's nothing quite as rewarding as feeling in complete control. To experience this level of power on the web, visit BlowSearch.com. Let us give you, the search engine advertiser, what other engines simply don't. Complete control over your pay-per-click advertising. Blow away your competitors' IPs today and select the sites you want to receive traffic from while accurately tracking your ROI with BlowSearch.com. BlowSearch.com. Finally, pay-per-click search advertising you control. Hey everyone, we are back tonight. Um, just 
just a slight mention, uh, our friend Digital Ghost, who three people have met and 420,000 people have never met, um, is throwing a huge party. Oilman posted the link into the room. Um, it is August 20th through the 21st. Um, I know, Oilman, you're going. I definitely am planning to be down there. When he said, hey, you know, I decided to just get a liquor license and get a beer truck on the property, I knew that's where I had to be that weekend. That's pretty good. I, um, I'm torn because Ray and I have, uh, courtesy of the Las Vegas Hilton, been entered into an all-expense-paid Pygow poker tournament, and um, I'm absolutely torn on what I want to do. That's so, uh, but on the other hand, I mean, yeah, it's it's a cool all expense paid trip to play Pi Gal, which I totally admire because I was watching you guys play that back in November for a hundred grand. No freaking clue how to play that game. <laughs> Not a clue, man. But uh, whatever the case, I mean, yeah, you can win a hundred grand and, and on and on and on. But how often do you think you're going to get to go down and camp out on DG's property? Sure too. I don't know. I haven't made my uh, my final decision yet. So, of course, if you went to Vegas and won the hundred grand, you'd be pretty justified at that point. That and I could probably, if I called up Dean and said, "Look, dude, I'm coming down," he'd probably say, "Okay." Uh, dude, so, the guy's door is wide open. Anybody that uh, you know has him on, you know, pretty much anybody that he knows, he'll open the door for you if you show up there, and he'll give you beer and steak and let you go shoot guns in the back forty. Well, I've only met Dean once, so. Oh, me too. I think that's the only time anybody met him was that night we sat around in uh, Chicago. Two, that's like two years ago now. But uh, any, anyway, let's actually get down to some SEO for this half of the show. Are you up for that? Yes. All right. Well, do you have any questions? Nobody PM'd me anything. Yeah, well, we have um, got a question on uh, from Simon1211 on the other quote-unquote radio station. And uh, <laughs> Simon asks us, um, has anyone ever spammed frugal? Define spamming frugal. What? Define, I mean, you give them a feed. No. So are, are we talking about just, you know, optimizing your feed? I, I like I'm not really sure what he's getting at. Well, there's there's two there's two ways you could you can do it, right? I've I, I, this is um I haven't done this in about eight months, um but uh, wow let me let me remember um frugal frugal and first of all let me say that the traffic even when I was doing it six eight months ago on frugal was improving. I had one site that was almost ten percent on the damn thing. So um you know frugal's pretty cool. Um, what you can do, um, what we did is we used to put up fake sites and, um, they were all affiliate sites, but they, they had a fake, uh, shopping cart more or less. It was a form based shopping cart. So it was really easy to set up. Um, and then you basically get it in frugal and switch everything to affiliate links. Um, and, uh, that worked. Ray just actually mirrored exactly what I was saying here in the chat room. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we just a form-based backend that uh, was a pseudo order form. Uh, Google never checked it, to my knowledge, and um, and then basically you just uh, bam, bam, bam. Um, Simon's asking about um, posting a feed with real cheap prog- uh, products and sending them to a PPC. 
Um, that that's an interesting idea. Although I don't know if you'll have the traffic to justify the work with that. Um, you know, you you first of all, that'll get you knocked out of AdSense, and if you're doing um, feeds that make more money than AdSense, you're probably not going to waste your time with something of that low of traffic volume. So, um, so you know, I, I, I'm curious how much money he's making for the work he's putting into that. But um, that's well, a good I'd idea. Willing, I'd be willing to bet, too, that you just wouldn't live long and frugal with that model anyways. Somebody in your competitive space would report you, and, and you'd be gone pretty quick. Because I mean, I mean, the whole point of frugal is they want real merchants selling real products. Right. So, you know, they don't even want your affiliate stuff. But if you can get away with it, it's great. But if somebody in your space, you know, complains to them, I think they actually are fairly proactive in following up on that. Far more proactive in following up on that than they are on, you know, general search engine spam, which of course they get millions of complaints a month on. Right. It's an interesting idea. I hadn't ever thought about, you know, getting into frugal and then spinning that onto uh, a page with just PPC listings. Who knows? It, it, it might work if you're in the if you got it, the right industry where you got enough traffic. You know, I have no idea if it would be worth the effort involved. No comment. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, not the, the frugal. The frugal volume of traffic is very good if you're an e-com player because it's very good conversion-wise. Because typically people that are using Frugal are looking for product, um, but um, for general people, yeah, it's it's just not uh, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the low volume of traffic. No. But if you do get in there and you are selling a real product, the conversion numbers are excellent. Well worth the effort to just be in there and get not so much to just be in Frugal, but get into those top three listings on the terms that they pop onto the regular Google search results. Those listings pay out huge. That's well. That's where it's huge, right? But um, you know, if, if you can get, and that's that's the whole game is to get on the three. Now they do randomize it. It's never the same three people that pop up there, and they do that on purpose. But um, if you can get in there, it's uh, it's good. It used to be static back when they first started out, and I had I got a, a Propecia affiliate site up on number one, and it sat there for a month and a half. And that was that was a grand and glorious month and a half. <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. I'm now just a consultant. My hat is white as snow. I can tell you don't believe me. I don't believe you. Not at all. But we did have snow this weekend. Did you? So, that's right. Yeah, snow. And my mom was here, up from Cleveland. So. Dude, it's 80 degrees here, man. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, no, we it was it was snowing. Like we got I don't know, a quarter of an inch. They got five inches in Cleveland. Wow. Glad I'm not in Cleveland. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> um got a shut up, here. Right? got a question here from Snowman. He wants to talk about networks of a hundred sites. He goes, Let's talk about running hundreds of sites. Should one use hubs? What techniques to interlink? Blah 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 blah. Well, you need more clarification on that question. Is is it 100 related sites? Is it 100 separate sites? I mean, what is it? Well, Snowman's been in the chat room for a couple of months now talking about these 100 sites. He wants hundreds of sites that make a dollar a day per site. That's my idea. So basically, as far as I can tell over conversations with him last a while, he wants to build a bunch of sites all just with whatever product feeds he can get, build out these sites, 
throw AdSense on them and link them all together somehow so that every site makes at least $1 a day in AdSense? Well, um, well, the first thing you can do is you can go out and you can get one link for each of those sites. Don't interlink the sites. There's no benefit whatsoever to interlinking the sites that you're talking about. So don't interlink them, okay? Pull off all your, pull off all your links to other sites and leave the sites autonomously. What you do is you go out and you get one link to each of the sites, and then you make a good internal link structure with the sites. And then you auto-generate the content. That's all you got to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. A, a dollar a day, I mean, you don't even need that much traffic. So it's nothing. It's nothing. Rank on obscure it. terms. Cloak yeah. Cloak AdSense, too, if you're feeling risky. <laughs> but why not? I mean, just auto-generate the content and serve the ads. Hell, everyone else, like, does it, you know. <laughs> and, hard, and hardly anybody seems to get smacked down for it. No. No, AdSense scraper sites are alive and well. So, and the key is, right, the key is to, to, to not do anything that's going to trip the stupidity filter, Google, right? What is the stupidity filter? Well, if, you're, if your site is about used red junker cars in Cleveland and you're cloaking for mesothelioma ads, that's going to get you looked at. If your site is about used red junker cars in Cleveland and you cloak for used cars, you probably are going to be okay. So cloak to MediaBot, but um, stay, in theme. stay in your product area. I mean, look at WordPress, our good buddies over at WordPress, which i got to say is awesome blogging software, but they had all this mesothelioma and all these high pay-per-click, high-payout articles underneath, with a hidden link underneath a website about a free blogging tool. And it wasn't even good content. It was horrible content. And they got totally smacked around for it and because it stands out. If you don't stand out, people aren't going to have a reason to dig into your site. Yeah, and, and don't for, go for the clicks that are 10 or 20 or $40 a click. Go low. Go $0.40, cents, $0.60, cents, $0.80. Cents. You know, that's all you need. Um, one is a dollar a day per site. You can go after the, you know, get five clicks off a site that you're getting twenty cents a click on. The other thing is, is the snowman asked, um, what's wrong with interlinking if it's related to computers? There's no benefit to interlinking. So why would you ever interlink if there's absolutely zero benefit and there's a world of potential problems? Like there, there's just no benefit. You're 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 interlinking a bunch of sites that don't mean anything. Like there's just no benefit um, at all, period. So, so there's no upside to doing it, and there's uh, a huge downside to doing it. That you shouldn't even consider doing it. It shouldn't even be a question. You should just not do it. I think what he's a little confused on is that he's saying, look, I'm going to build 500 websites. If I interlink them, then every site's going to have 500 links. But, I mean, yeah, yes, you want link popularity, and it would be great if you can control it, but... If you build 500 AdSense scraper sites and link them all together, none of those sites are actually passing anything, any power. There's, there's not enough value in those links to make it worth the risk. You know, you want to go get some, some decent links outside off some real sites that actually have some, you know, page rank if you choose to still believe in that. Marsha 
Marsha mentioned people think interlinking, maybe they're thinking anchor text. Marsha, you can accomplish the anchor text goal by intersite linking. Oh, and not intersite linking, intrasite linking. All internal links, right? You can go after every single term that you want to be ranking for with this idea. If you want to make a buck a day per site, you go after the most bottom terms that you can, and you can do it all with internal links. You don't need external links. You don't need to interlink, and your internal linking really won't throw a flag. Um, you know, do it with internal links. It's very easy to do that, and it works very well. Absolutely, and and I mean, we're talking about building some significantly, you know, large sites here as well. I mean, go out if you're gonna if you're gonna take the time to auto generate a site, auto generate yourself ten thousand pages. Why not? And go go that route. What's next? Anyone else? Hello, anybody? Been doing any sandbox research lately? What's that? Been doing any sandbox research link lately? No, not too much. It's been quiet. Things that are coming out about the sandbox. Um, um, number one, I see less and less people complaining about it. Which tells me either a they've accepted this. Um, remember the outcry with, uh, with uh, we'll get to the patents, right? Um, with uh, the sandbox, okay. And a year ago, right? Outcry, outcry! Oh my God, the sandbox is horrible. Google's going to deteriorate all their relevance, and then um, no, nothing, not a thing. We haven't heard any questions about Google's relevance. And yet the sandbox is still here. Um, what the heck is going on? We still have sites that are awesome. And uh, what? what? I'm getting IMs. Don't read the chat room when you're on the air. Um, Guru's IMing me, and it's it's completely distracting. Sandbox still. Still this is happening. And it's not a time period thing. They're, they just seem to be going when they go. And... Uh, and and you have sites that are escaping the sandbox that don't seem to be uh, penalized at all, which is really weird um, to me, at least. Nobody's uh, no nobody addressing this at all. Have you ever talked to Mike Grehan about his theory on the whole sandbox deal? I haven't actually. He he uh, he talks about library science. And he says, you know, when, when a new book comes out, it gets put out on the new release rack. And if nobody checks it out, it eventually works its way back into the back room because nobody wants it. So he was giving me a theory, albeit over, you know, one or two dozen beers. He was giving me a theory that you could click your site out of the sandbox by doing you know, just a site search for, like, for your domain and bringing that, you know, one listing up and clicking your link in the Google search result, then Google will say, hey, this site is being checked out. Let's leave it on the new release or bestseller list, as it were. And I thought that was, it was an interesting concept, you know, sort of harkens back to the day of clicking yourself in Yahoo would drive you up in the search results. Right. But I don't. I've never tested it, but it, it it had a logic to it. It had a Mike Grehan flair to it. I'll say. <laughs> someone someone should test. Um, 
Maybe I'll go do that. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a let's take a final break. I got a couple of questions sitting on my desktop here. Take a final break. Thank our lovely sponsors. We'll come back. We'll ask. We'll answer two more questions. Then we'll wrap it up. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is always proud. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh -huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts, mm. plus their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. .com. More than a name. Well, folks, we're back. Last four minutes of this version of SEO Rockstars. And uh, before we even go on to anything, i got to give a shout-out to Green Eyed One in the chat room. I was in Dallas and she lives in Dallas, and I never called her for a beer, and I apologize for that. Next time I'm down there, beers are on me. Uh, any last questions on your desktop there, Jake? Uh, yeah, Marcia. Marcia. Is it Marcia or Marcia? I would call her Marcia, but all, the, all, the, all our Brit buddies at Webmaster World call her Marcia. Yeah, I call her Marcia. People call her Marcia. I'm going to call her Marcia. Marcia, you can slap me later if I'm wrong. Um, she asks us, I have the question here. It's about blogs. For an e-com site, are they better in a subdirectory on the site or a third-party site like Blogger? Uh, you know what? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> if, if you're going for the content, they're probably better on-site, um, if at all, on the www. Otherwise, um, I, it doesn't matter for... Uh, for link pop purposes or anything else, it, it really doesn't matter if it's sub or if it's offsite. Put it, put it wherever you want it. It's a blog. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, was, I just about was going to say nobody's going to read it anyhow, but uh, that was that was very rude. I'm not going to say that because I go read I go read Ray's blog from time to time, um, purely for the entertainment value. When she's talking about you, man. 
Uh, oh, me? What about you? You come up every so often. I, guess, I, I get yelled at because I don't read her blog. Oh, dude, shame on you. Shame on you. And now she can, like, just walk over and smack you because she's, like, right there, right? Because she usually writes really nice stuff on there, I guess. But, um, uh. It's a wonderful, you know, warm and fuzzy read every day. Yeah. Well. I got one last question here. You got another question. One last question from Big Ben over in the other chat room. He says, auto-generated sites, is that custom-coded software, or are there any tools available to help with that? All the good stuff is custom. Uh, there is some stuff out there. I believe Phantom Master has, uh, a, a, does his Shadow Sniper set, does that generate content? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've never, to be honest, I have never used Phantom Master stuff, ever. I have a copy of Shadow Sniper. I, I actually bought it for like $1,300 or whatever it is, and I downloaded it, and I traded some email with him back and forth, and he's, he's a super guy. I haven't even unzipped it to try it out, but I believe Shadow Sniper actually, I mean, it's, it's a whole content scraping and cloaking suite. I mean, it's an uber suite, and I'm pretty sure it does some at least scraping and repackaging. I don't know if it actually generates, but it, it'll take care of the scraping and packaging for you, and um, Phantom Master stuff is fantastic. It's, it's certainly well worth worth the, the money and the gurus in the chat room saying that he thinks it does as well but other than that all the really really good stuff's all custom coded and traded in very tight circles in the back dark rooms of smoky bars and so forth yeah i would uh, i would recommend um phantom master stuff too simply on his reputation um if you're looking for something packaged uh i don't know anybody who would really do it any better um than him um, of course, you have, um, oh, my gosh, my brain is absolutely gone today. What is the name of the program that outputs stuff from affiliate feeds into templates? Um, that's uh, Dr. Cool's program that you're talking about. No, no, no. Because no? he's got a cool program that, that takes feeds and generates uh, uh, sites. Oh, are you thinking of WebMerge? Yes, thank you. Which is it Autogen stuff? But it, it's more of feed to template type stuff. But it it, it, it auto generates. It just doesn't generate unique content. Um, but uh, web merge is good for that stuff. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks, baby. My brain was gone. Um, and uh, also, there are various free software scripts on the internet that will also do this um, that aren't necessarily marketed for SEO purposes. So there's a lot of open source software out there that, that you can cobble together to get a pretty darn good content generation script. The problem is seeding the content, right? Um, so, uh, uh, I mean, there's some, there's some pretty cool stuff. There's this guy that hangs out over at uh, Nick W.'s place, Threadwatch. He goes by the name Jason D., and he's a self-proclaimed evil genius. And uh, he actually put a tool online. I don't have the URL handy. If I can find it, I'll put it in the chat room, or maybe one of these days we'll actually build the SEO Rockstars website, and then we can put this information up on that. But he's got this, this little tool where you can cut and paste content into, into a big window, and then you can uh, click whether you want it to use Markov chains or some other method and tell it how many files to generate, and it'll spit back like a 1,000 
rewrites of a particular article for you, and then you would just you know drop that into your cloaking program and spit that back out onto the web. Um, so there's bits and pieces of it out there that you can actually cobble together some good stuff like Jake was saying. All right, final question, referral or comment spamming? Referral or comment spamming? Referral spamming. Good night, folks. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.